0: What's up, everybody? It's Noah. I wanted to talk to you before our episode got started today about our new sponsor, No Negations. No Negations is a motivational lifestyle and apparel brand. Our mission at No Negations is to inspire others to achieve no matter the circumstance. It is easy to quit or give up, especially if people around us are feeding negativity. The No Negations team wants to be that positive reinforcement in your life. We offer talks and workshops to get your team, clients, and customers motivated and inspired. Our team of national and world-class athletes are energetic and impact motivational speakers offering insight on perseverance, team building, fitness, and mindset development. So whether if you're wearing a hat, a t-shirt, polo, long-sleeve shirt, crew neck, hoodie, or leggings, it should be a reminder that no matter the circumstance... You can overcome it if you stay consistent. Tony, I have some no negation stuff already. You're going to be getting some in the mail soon. I'm excited. Uh, We're really happy to have these guys on board. It's a great message. It's a great product. It's, It's led by a great guy. I know him really well, the CEO of no negations. And, uh... They're gonna be going to the top. I can't wait th- twenty years from now to say, you know, we were one of their first sponsors. Yeah, glad this, to be a part of it. When this podcast, when this podcast is long and gone and dead, uh, this thing, this brand is still gonna be alive and well. You're gonna want to get on board with it. So go right now. To www.nonegations.com That's N-O-N-E-G-A-T-I-O-N-S .com To order apparel And to receive more information On speaking events Also follow them on social media On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter At No Negations Let's go Way up, way up we go been up and down that road, way up, way up, oh no, we gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me standing in line, you're only serving lies, you got something to hide, we gon' burn the whole house down. What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of Underpaid and Overrated, I am Noah Hiles.
1: I am Tony Harpo.
0: And Gar is still... Suspended. California dreaming.
1: Yeah. Who, and knows, who knows what's going on over there? Who
0: knows what's going on? Well, I know something else that's going on in the state of California. Some damn good hockey
1: games. Yeah. Wow. What a crazy one last night.
0: Yes. We were recording this obviously Wednesday afternoon. It will be a little bit of old news when this comes out Thursday, but we still got to talk about it. Tony, one of the best hockey games that I've ever watched, and not just because the Sharks were one of my two no doubters. <laughs>
1: Well, I, you know, what makes me really sad is I fell asleep. I, I'm here to admit that I fell asleep when it was three nothing Vegas. So waking up couldn't to, have been me. Yeah, right. I'm that guy at the water cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> it was uh, kind of crazy to wake up and see that the Sharks actually like came back and won. And even more crazy that it all happened in one penalty, one power play. They got all the go- They got three goals back. So. Mm. Just one of the crazier games, to, even though I didn't watch it live, watching the highlights. It was just insane game. Yeah,
0: and I know there's a lot of people upset over the power play. Um, I was working during the—when the Sharks tied it, uh, and some people were upset about the, the cross-check. I saw the video. Did it deserve a five-minute major? No, definitely not. But that doesn't excuse the fact you can't allow three goals in the final four minutes of a game. I don't yeah. care if you're down five on three. Yeah, exactly. you can't you can't have that big of a meltdown. I'm sorry, they allowed four goals. It was three on the power play, that uh, it doesn't matter what advantage or disadvantage you're at. You can't you can't let that happen. You can't choke away a three to nothing lead with less than five minutes to go in a hockey game. I you sure. deserve to lose. And I know you're on the road, I know you got hosed kind of on the call, but I mean it's not like you're some scrub team. This is a team that went to the freaking Stanley Cup finals last year. They know how to play when the chips are down, pun intended, because they're from Vegas. But <laughs> I mean, props to the Sharks. That's that's a game that like will probably win an SP.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: And I thought, I thought the game-winning goal. I thought there might have been offsides on that. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, like I was, I was watching the overtime at the casino because I got done working at the ballpark and I parked at the casino because it's free. I ride the T over; it's a nice little system I have. <laughs> so I get back to the casino and I just said, you know what? I have money on the Sharks. I might as well stay here and watch it. And um, yeah, man, it's, it was awesome. It was an awesome game, but the ending, like. Like, I I just thought they were clearly offsides, but they never whistled it, and Flower got beat.
1: Yep, they and
0: it bam, sharks win. What uh, a game!
1: Here's the thing, though: when you're up three nothing, I get the cro- the cross check should have been a major penalty. But why are you cross checking them? You're up three nothing. What was the point to even like go after? Them well, right I think there? they
0: just wanted. To, I I think the face off was in their end, in Vegas's end, defensive end. Yes. So. I think the, the guy who did it, I forget his name, um, he was just trying to keep possession of the puck. Because they knew, they were like, okay, we they were probably panicking, like, alright, no goals, no goals. Because we, we can't let them get one and let them get hot. Yeah. And
1: uh, sure enough. They got hot. They got three. So, so. Do, you, do you put more on the Vegas collapse? Yes. Or the San Jose comeback?
0: No, I mean... Uh, it, no, it's a collapse. It's a collapse because there's a certain point where, regardless of how good your team is, and San Jose is loaded, mm-hmm. but I mean they played that game, the rest of that game with four defensemen. Yeah. First off, so you know and those guys like they showed the graphic in overtime, like Carlson and all those guys, like they played like almost forty minutes, which is crazy. Yeah, so. No, it's it's on you. And and when regardless of how good the team is and how hot they get, like for for you to hold a team to zero, if if they had scored, if it was like seven to three, and then they tied the game at seven, it would have been different. But to have a team shut out yeah. for fifty six minutes and then allow them to take a lead on your ass, yeah, I crazy. mean, props to Vegas for not rolling over. And I mean, they play, they actually outplayed them in overtime. I thought, yeah. and they scored the. Uh, game-tying goal with 46 seconds left, so... They were fighting. They definitely yeah, were fighting. They but did, there was that but, short
1: period of but, time where they just, like, like...
0: You look at, like, the greatest comebacks of all time, like, uh... Ah, geez, I don't know. Uh, like, in the Buffalo Bills coming back against the Houston Oilers. They were down 35-3 to in the playoffs. They came back, like... Is that is that the Buffalo Bills coming back, or is that a choke job by Houston? To me, it's a choke job. Yeah. Like when you blow a big lead, like the Golden State Warriors. Like, what's the saying? It's not LeBron came back from down three one. It's It's the Warriors blew a three one lead. lead. So yeah, that's that's my thought on it. The other game seven um, on Monday or Tuesday night was
1: Toronto, Toronto
0: and Boston, and my God, Canada. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We took this f- sport from you, because you guys fucking suck at it. Seriously. Se- I mean, so I have a friend, his name's, uh, Alex Adams. Uh, none of you probably would know him. He's from Ohio. Uh, super good dude. Super good dude. He is my, he is my girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, like, they've known each other, my girlfriend and her best friend, since they were, like, eight. Uh, Alex dates her. Her name is Mariah, she's a very nice girl. And so, like, they're, like, our our couple friend. I don't know about if... Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, you always have that one go-to couple. Yeah. We... That is our go-to couple. And, like, since we became couple friends, Alex and I have also become individual friends. Okay. We text all the time. My boy. Um, and we'll talk some hockey. He's a big Blue Jackets fan, so he's riding high right now. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, with that being said, I just got an email and got real distracted. But, uh, (laughs) um... (laughs) But with with him and I talking hockey, he gave me his post, postseason predictions, and I believe he predicted two Canada teams to go to the Stanley Cup. And I told him, I said, listen, I know from you're, you're from Ohio. I know that hockey is not your first sport. Let me give you a little insight. Canada teams in the NHL playoffs are trash. They always have been. Well, not always, but they always will be from here on out. And he's like, no, that's dumb. Like... The Canadians, the Maple Leafs, like, they have all these t- cup titles. It's like, buddy, that was back when there were six teams in the league. They haven't, they haven't won shit since 1993. Yep. Not since you and I and Dalton were walking this earth. No Canada team. The cup stays in America. And this year and was I a big love year. It.
1: This year was one of the years where, like, maybe...
0: Can- I remember our senior year, there was a ton of hype about it because you had toronto making it back for the first time with austin matthews you had edmonton with mcdavid mm-hmm. uh the jets made it like there was like five teams ottawa went yeah, to the conference right. finals there were there were a lot of teams from Cam- i think there was like five mm-hmm. i think montreal probably made it that year i think they played boston um
1: Edmonton made it to the finals that year. No, Edmonton lost. the conference finals.
0: I don't think. I I thought they lost to uh, San Jose. Okay, you might be right. Because Nashville beat... Did Nashville beat San Jose in the conference finals? I
1: thought Nashville beat Edmonton? Edmonton.
0: Oh, okay, they might have. I don't know. But regardless, there were a lot of Canada teams there. And that's when I thought maybe, but this year I don't know. I was not sold on any of the teams. Like I knew, I didn't know the Flames were going to lose in the first round, but they're just too young.
1: I thought mm-hmm. their their core was too young. So I just think it's crazy uh, in all of NHL, not just like the Canadians, uh, the Canadian teams. They, there's like an up. There's a overall ranking of like the playoff teams, and in the bottom half, like the 17th, Colorado won. Uh, Las Vegas was 16th. They lost. Dallas won. Columbus won. St. Louis won. And the 10th. Who was it, 18th? Uh, it doesn't have here on the 18. It has 16 was Vegas.
0: Dallas, oh yeah, because 15th. there is 16 teams. That's why. Yeah.
1: So that's stupid. And then it had uh, Winnipeg out, like Pittsburgh out, Al, Nashville. All the top top tier teams yeah. all out, and all the bottom tier teams win. So
0: who's your? We have game seven tonight. Capitals, uh, Hurricanes. I am really pulling hard for those jerks. Those jerks, <laughs> really? That, those big jerks. No, not the Capitals. Oh, the jerks. okay, okay. You know what the big jerks is? It's you know how they do the celebration. Yeah, the celebration. And afterwards. Don, Don Cherry, Cherry lost his damn mind. So Gar, I know Gar is pulling for the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Gar is. I'm. I'm jealous of Gar because as he's out in the West Coast, he's experiencing. Um, a nice little shot of West Coast sports fandom where he's going to get to watch, like, playoff hockey at dinner. True. Think about that. Like, I, I went out to San Jose to visit my friend um, Memorial Day weekend. So, like, I was out there for the opening weekend of college football. So it was, like, LSU-Miami. Okay. I don't know if you remember that game. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Florida State played Virginia Tech. It was, like, the first first games of yeah. the season. And so there was a lot of good college football, and obviously there was baseball going on, and uh, it's different out there. I bet. Like, I remember we watched the college football games at, like, five. Like, we, like, went to a Giants game, and then we came back, and, like, we're watching college football. Like, we're, like, kind of, like, we were pretty drunk at the game or whatever, so we're, like, coming down, we're eating pizza. And then I'm like, so what? What? what do you guys do? Like, at night, <laughs> I'm, like, what do you do? And they're like you know, go outside, like, like, (laughs) like other, like, read, like, I don't know, I'm like, well, I don't know if I'd like this all the time, but it was not, like, I, it was so weird going out to a bar, like, we went out on a weekend, and there was, like, at at 10 o'clock, and there was no sports on the TV. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Like, there was nothing, Mm -hmm. and, like, the only game that you could put on would be, like, Hawaii. Because, like, there was, like, could you imagine that? Like, I, it just blew my mind that, like, because normally, like, in college, I remember, like, going out during football season, like, it would always be, like, Stanford would be on with, like, Bryce yeah. Love, or uh, during basketball season, you'd always have that Bill Walton game yeah. where, you know, it would be, like, Oregon versus Lonzo Ball in UCLA or something like yeah. that, and that just blew my mind. So, shout out to Gar, he's going to get to watch this, you know, nice little dinner and st- Game 7 just get off track there, and I know he's pulling for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Who do you want in this one? Who do you think's going to win in this one? Uh,
1: I want. I want and think are two different. I want Carolina. I think Washington's going to pull it off. Um, obviously, I don't want Washington to win because I'm a Penguins fan. But uh, they got their cup, and Carolina is this new team who literally had like had fans crying that they even made the playoffs. Yeah. So for them to take down. The defending Stanley Cup champions would be pretty big for them.
0: See, I'm I'm going to go opposite here. I I think Carolina is going to win, but I want the Capitals to win. And my reasoning behind that is we've had too many upsets already mm-hmm. in this postseason. You need some blue bloods to That's move fair. on. I I don't want to watch a conference final between the Columbus Blue Jackets and the New York Islanders yeah. or the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't. I'm not going to watch that. Horrible ratings. I want. I, want, I mean, I don't want to see Ovechkin win another cup, but I would rather watch Bruins Capitals or one of those two teams make it against, like, if it's Blue Jackets uh, Capitals, then it, I have one rooting interest, but when it's all underdogs, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, out in the West, like, they lost the two top seeds, mm-hmm. so you know I'm, I want the Avalanche and the Stars, but like I, I do want to see some power, like San Jose. I want to see them keep going. You know, I do want to see like at the end of the day, like it's like kind of like March Madness. Yeah. Everyone loves the first round upsets mm-hmm. until you see a seven and a seven and an eight seed playing in the final four, and you're like, oh, what?
1: Yeah, what? the This heck? was yeah. Even the national championship game this year. I mean. Texas Tech is not really. Yeah, a Yeah, it's big not a marquee team. Name. Yeah. In Virginia, I mean, I, I, good I for think them. Yeah, yeah but, but like that it wasn't, ended up being a
0: good game. Yeah, but,
1: but ratings wise, it didn't pull a lot of no, a lot of people in because yeah, they and weren't. I'm not. I'm not. It wasn't Duke.
0: Kentucky. I'm not an NBC executive, so like, I really don't care too much about the ratings. But I do. I do think that you know, I am less inclined to watch the entire series. I'll always watch the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Regardless of who's in it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, when it's when it's if it if it ends up being like the Dallas Stars and the the Islanders or something, (laughs) like no, it wouldn't be. I'm good, man. Like, give me give me some star power. Even if it's like again, I always say this. I feel like I've said this in every episode. Sports are better with a villain, Mm -hmm. and Ovechkin's a villain here. Overall, in the grand scheme of things. I know we're from Pittsburgh, so we're, we're raised to hate him. We grew up hating him. Ovechkin's a beast, man. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of like him, especially after that. This last cup run, I thought, made me really like him.
1: Yeah, I Because, like, agree. you
0: just saw, like, the pain and the grit and the hard work that he put in. And, I mean, he's a badass, dude. Yep. He's 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 very, I mean, I know it's cliche to compare him to it but like he's like Malkin he's just a hard-working Russian who wears his heart on his sleeve and mm-hmm. it's good to see him get that you know I don't want him to get three in Ty Sid yeah, exactly. or anything and there are some scumbags on the Capitals but uh like Tom Wilson you who know, I don't want to see ever get anything ever again <laughs> but you know like Carl Hagelin I would like to see do well there so I'm pulling for the Caps tonight um both of my picks both of my picks to make the Stanley Cup at the beginning of the season still alive.
1: That's big. They both won. Nice. Uh, I already threw away my uh, Penguins futures bet already because they lost in the first round. Did you actually make games. it
0: at the casino? Yes, I did. Are you a gambling man, Tony? I am a
1: gambling man. Yeah,
0: really? Yes, yes I am. How are, How do you do? How do you do?
1: Uh, I'm more in football. I gamble more into like you know NFL. Okay. College football. Um, obviously, March Madness. Everyone does, but like. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of stay away from NHL. Yeah. Because NHL, like on right, especially regular season.
0: I did not know you're a gambling man. Yes, I am. Did you just get into it with the casino, or did no, you? No, I didn't. I, did you go online beforehand, or yeah, did you have a bookie? I, I had a
1: bookie. Oh. I hope I'm allowed to say that. But, uh, what are you <laughs> but gonna do? Yeah, I had I had a bookie. One of my friends was a bookie in college, so that's what that's oh, what got right. me I wouldn't into. have said that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's what, uh, all
0: right. So we'll move on now to the NBA. And uh, rather than going around in the NBA, because their playoffs are kind of a joke uh, until, you know... The Kevin, Yeah, if that even. Um, <laughs> I would just wanted to talk about one specific thing in the NBA, and it was one guy, Damian Lillard. Tuesday night, 50 points, 50 spot in Game 5, including the buzzer beater to send Oklahoma City home. From the logo. Almost the logo. I'm not going to call it from the logo because he stepped away from it, but I mean almost as deep as the logo, yeah. and then he hits it and he waves goodbye to them. That was amazing. Turn turn in your jersey, Russell Westbrook. Turn in your shoes, Paul George. Your season's done. Steven Adams, good day, mate. Goodbye. <laughs> Damian Lillard called series. My question to you, Tony, I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. Okay. Is Damian Lillard a top two point guard in the NBA if not, where does he rank? You got a lot of good point guards in the NBA. Well, yeah, let's name, let's name like... You got Steph.
1: Steph, obviously. You R- got Russ. Russ. Yes. Uh, would you... Kyrie. Go, Kyrie, and then, you know, D'Lo, he's going up there now. I mean, I wouldn't say. Uh, he's not Dame level yet. No, I'm just naming, like, you know, top, top guys.
0: Is Harden a point guard?
1: <laughs> gosh, I, I mean...
0: Are, are we calling Harden a point guard? Because yeah. if so, I mean, it's hard to put... You, CP3. He's better than CP3 now, I would imagine.
1: You think Dame's better than CP3 yes. right now? I don't know if I'd put him top two, only because of Steph, Russ, and Kyrie. I, I think I would put him right after that. All top right, four. so you got
0: Kyrie Irving, D'Lo, Kemba, Steph, Harden, Um. We're moving through. We're moving through all the teams. Russ, Ben Simmons, he's better than him. Yeah. Dame, Kyle Lowry, better than him.
1: John Wall. Honestly, I. I would. Okay, so. Until you wrote, before you wrote all these names out, I was thinking like top two. That's a little crazy. But now writing those out, like I can see top two. Uh, you can put up an argument for him being. So top two.
0: if Harden isn't the point guard, which is is Harden a point guard? I don't I, 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 don't, don't, I don't know I would, how
1: you classify. I would him. consider him a shooting guard, even though he has. I'm the ball. looking at their
0: roster. If, if if they have him listed as a point guard, you got to go with him. yeah.
1: But if he has, I mean, he even though he has the ball, he doesn't really distribute the ball he had, well.
0: He averages seven assists a game. Really? Yes.
1: Did so, he?
0: yeah, seven and a half assists a game. Uh, is James Harden a point guard? Okay, here are James nope. Harden. They have him and as a Chris shooting Paul. guard. Okay. Oh, no, because Chris Paul. Chris yeah. Paul is their point guard. All right. Guard, yeah. So there you go. So James Harden's out of it. So I think the the competition for Dame would be Kyrie. Steph. Steph.
1: And then maybe Russ. Even Russ. what? Even though what just happened. Uh, I
0: yeah, I'm out on Russ. Like I get the stats, yeah, but
1: he's not a winner. He no, doesn't win. He no. cannot win. He cannot win playoff series. It's like so now crazy. you got
0: so Russ would be four. I think if we're doing top five, who are we who are we putting fifth? John Wall, D'Lo, or Kemba? I'll probably go John Wall. Still, honestly,
1: mm, I like Kemba. I don't okay. know why.
0: Fine, we'll go Kemba.
1: All right, and then we'll
0: go Russ fourth. That's an MVP right there. And now our top three. Who's the best? Steph. Steph. Steph is the best.
1: Two. Kyrie, I think Kyrie has to be too. So
0: Kyrie's two.
1: I, so, I think he's over. All right,
0: yeah. So Kyrie, I would say, has accomplished more. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's got the ring. But and he's probably more All Stars. Yeah. Uh, but if you're if you're starting a team, if they're both free agents this summer. Who do you want, Kyrie or Dame? I'm taking Dame.
1: I'm taking Dame too. Only and it, because, maybe,
0: not, maybe not because of ability.
1: Yeah. Mental. I,
0: I, but yeah, I mean Dame. They're actually very similar. Yeah. Very but, similar players. I think yeah. they both they're both clutch. hmm Um, you know I think they they both can can pass. They can shoot. I mean they're they're quick. I think Kyrie's a little better off the dribble, but I think uh, Dame's probably a little bit better of a shooter. And
1: Dame's a better leader. Yeah. For sure, for sure a better leader. I'm
0: going, I'll go Dame too. Okay. I'll take Dame over
1: Kyrie. I like it. Right now, so. Especially the way he's playing this series. I mean, if we, we're were we making this list right after he hits yeah, a buzzer beater. Yeah, he hits beater, 50 so, points you know, and a buzzer beater. Obviously, we favor him. Kyrie, you know, next game could do something crazy, or next series. I mean,
0: Kyrie's team did... Sweep in the first round. So. Yeah, exactly. but they were not playing Russ, yeah, Paul George, exactly. Steven
1: Adams. I would, I would go Dame for right now. After what he just did, um, especially last year with the same expectations and losing in the first round, so he had a lot to prove this year. And they, I mean, even if they don't make it to the finals, what, what a first round that was to like pretty much just shut everyone up. because everyone thought OKC was going to run all mm-hmm. over them. Yeah, and even though the, the Blazers were the three seed. Everyone thought OKC was going to run all over them, so good for them. And Dane could make his case even more in the next couple series.
0: Yep. All right. So I guess moving forward in the NBA, uh, are you sold that the Trailblazers can do anything no. further?
1: No, I I will not be sold that anyone can beat the Warriors until someone beats the Warriors. Agree. Agree. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the Gridiron now. Keeping it local, Ben Roethlisberger
0: and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. Reach a three-year extension. So Ben will be playing quarterback until the year 2021 for your Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm um, looking up the contract details right now. Um, Tony, what are your thoughts on Ben getting the three-year extension?
1: Um. Well, pretty much along with Ben, we now know that we have the same offensive line for the next three years because it seems like those guys... Ooh. Are gonna stay like Pouncy, especially is gonna stay as long as Ben does.
0: Okay, so the financial details are not, they're not yet released through yeah. the Steelers PR department.
1: But I mean, he, you gotta think that he's gonna be top, what, top four, pay highest paid quarterbacks in the I league. I don't know. And I mean, only three years. There's gonna be a lot of guaranteed money because you can't really spread out the the wealth yeah you yeah. can't spread out the wealth with mm-hmm. the years so with three years you're getting a lot of guaranteed each year especially with the signing bonus so i mean I, i'm i'm glad we're committing to him we're showing that uh you know this is our guy i could see the disappointment in your face so. it's just i don't know i
0: don't know what to feel i mean this is this is it's what you have to do right yeah i mean i don't know it's I, I, I'm I'm in the minority that feel that we're never gonna win another Super Bowl with Ben. He's he's a good quarterback mm-hmm. and in reality He's probably the best quarterback we'll have available to us in the next three years. So that's good that you know we're we're gonna keep try to keep this window open. But to me this is almost like the Penguins extending Kessel. Really, it's not that bad, but I don't know. I I, I just I I just, 2021. The guy's gonna be like 40 years old. Like,
1: I I also think I as great. well
0: as well as Bell as well as Ben Statline looks from last year with 5,000 yards passing and there was just a lot that I saw from him last season that I did not like. There were just some plays where Ben, you know, I'm, I'm not on a big fan when it comes to, like, piling on Ben. I do think he's got somewhat of an unfair rap this offseason, especially, like, being called racist and whatnot. Obviously, I think all that is a little bit over the line. But I do think that this guy has a far different mentality toward the game of football that compared to what he had you know, when they were winning Super Bowls. I don't think this is the same Ben mentally then. I think that this guy does have some irrational confidence. I think that he does know that he is held to a different standard than everyone else. Mm-hmm. I think we had other guys on a team that were also held to a different standard than everyone else, and now we're starting to get rid of them. And it's going to be interesting to see how everyone reacts now that it's had light shined on it saying you know ab pointed this out levion pointed this out yeah this guy gets his own set of rules are are we going to see other superstars get fed up with him and him just kind of going off script i mean he basically is the offensive coordinator with finkner they fired haley and just said here's your friend randy finkner We'll let him pretend to be the offensive coordinator. You do whatever you want. There's just some throws that he makes where he's already made his mind up before the ball's even snapped, saying, yeah. I'm throwing it to him. And maybe that changes with AB being gone. I was going to say, he I think forced the ball. He it forced was the noticeable. ball to AB, but Ben, to me, I don't think Ben has is someone that like caves to pressure when someone's barking in his ear saying, get me the freaking ball. That's not That's not Ben, in my opinion. I think Ben is just like, like in Madden, when you're like, I need to get the ball to A.B., yeah. like I'm throwing it to him just because I think he's going to catch it. Yeah. And you saw that, obviously, I think the most obvious example was in Denver when he just threw the ball over the oh, middle yeah. and it was intercepted by a defensive tackle he and, he, and he blamed A.B. on the route. But another one that stands out to me, and this is a very specific example that I'm not sure many people are going to remember, was right before the end of the first half against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. And this is a game again, Noah. You're being real nitpicky. They won like game like 41 to 17. Mm-hmm. They just scored, I think, like two or three touchdowns in a row to build up a lead. And they were driving down the field with like less than a minute left in the first half. And it was third down and goal. And this guy is doing is one of his classic scrambles. He's rolling out, and he just decides to like throw it up in the end zone. And he throws it up to no one. And it was just a dumb interception. And there have been more of those lately than there have been earlier in his career. And I think he's just got a little bit more, fuck it, here goes nothing Mm -hmm. in his game. And I don't like that. I think that's coming with age. He has that comfortable, you know, no one's going to yell at me if I throw a pick. I'll just blame it on someone else anyway. He's kind of, he likes to call himself that old cowboy. This old cowboy is getting a little trigger happy. (laughs) And that, that more than the comments, more than anything else, is what worries me because this three-year extension gives him even more clout, even more power, even more of a longer leash. And I just think you're going to see more of those crazy throws. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully he just doesn't force the ball. Hopefully they can win another Super Bowl. But I just think this guy is going to get even more mad with power and he's just going to do whatever the hell he wants. I think that this, honestly... This extension might have been a death sentence for Tomlin. Uh, Interesting. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not keen on this. And I know what the response to everyone hearing this is saying. Well, what's the alternative option? Do you tank?
1: No, you can't, you're not. You, tank you can't tank.
0: Especially, I mean, the team's still good enough to make the playoffs.
1: I don't think the Steelers would ever be in. position. Yeah, you
0: don't tank for Tua or Trevor Lawrence. Do you go to Mason Rudolph and start developing for the future? No. Um, but I think that it's time to start looking at number two on the depth chart and maybe treating this like a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers scenario where, you know, Ben, you're done with 2021. You're done. If that is the latest you're playing. So now we have your expiration date. You're a gallon of milk in the fridge and we know the date that you are over and, so don't be mad that we're going to prepare to replace you. Yeah. And, I'm, again, I'm not against in 2020 if, if uh, one of the backups, be it Dobbs or Mason Rudolph, look just as good, or if they have a, a guy that they can get in the draft that they think can be better, to, to replace him early. You think that would happen, though?
1: I, I just think with such a short extension – it's pretty specific. Like, They're trying okay. to keep the window open, but I mean, because everyone's a forty-year-old
0: Tom Brady is one thing, right?
1: But Tom Brady,
0: Tom Brady is only forty on paper. Tom Brady's body is not forty. He did not take the hits that Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. took. He does not play the style of football that Ben Roethlisberger plays, and Ben Ro- he takes care of his body better probably than anyone else in professional sports. With his with his diet, with his with you know, with his trainer, with everything that he does to to stay in shape, Tom Brady is an anomaly to time.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Ben does not have Alex Guerrero cooking him dinner every night, <laughs> making sure he doesn't have tomatoes and strawberries in his diet because they're acidic. Ben, I'm sure Ben takes care, you know, everyone made a big deal how he lost weight. That's not Ben though. Yeah. So I don't know if just because Tom Brady's playing into his 40s and Drew Brees is going to be playing into his 40s that Ben's going to be able to do that because they're different types of players.
1: I think Ben feels obligated to play to his 40s because of Tom yes, Brady, because, because of Brees. He he and thinks he's
0: just as good as those yes. guys and I I mean I would say he's a little bit less. Less, but he's still a hall of famer and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to trash Ben. I'm just saying you know, all good things have to come to an end. And they held on to Paul Molle too long. They held on to Heinz Ward too long. They held on to Bettis too long. And, you know, the Bettis thing was kind of nice because you got to see him just come in on the one-yard line and they won him a Super Bowl at the end. But the endings to Paul Molle were sad. and yeah, Heinz Ward, it was sad. James Harrison's ending was really sad. I mean, it, it he burned a lot of bridges here. Yeah.
1: Paul Malu doesn't even come back to Heinz Field. To Heinz Field. No, he doesn't come
0: to anything to be recognized as a Mm Steeler. So I I just really hope that that doesn't happen with Ben here, where he's just, you know, the game doesn't pass him by. And I I saw, maybe not through his stats, but just certain moments where, I don't know, it might might be starting to do that. I I could be crazy. I could be wrong. It's a quarterback-driven league. He's still got Juju Smith-Schuster. He's He's got the best offensive line in football, but those guys aren't getting any younger either. Yeah, so, agreed. We're really we're really going to try to keep this window open with a team that hasn't had much sex. Er, they probably had a lot <laughs> of sex. Uh, <laughs> success in the playoffs. So I don't know. What else are you going to do, right? But maybe, I don't know. I wouldn't be mad if they would have
1: traded for a quarterback. I, I think that... They, this was something that had to be done. Yeah. That you know, this because Ben wanted uh, kind of like a security blanket, like just not go year by year, play play year by year. He you know he wants three extra years. and Now he knows he's there for three years. He can plan for it. But I wouldn't have hated if they traded a second round pick for Rosen. Here's the thing, I I understand that like that sounds like a good idea, but is that going to make Ben mad? And I know you say, like, who cares? Like, who We're cares?
0: not the freaking Pittsburgh Roethlisburgers.
1: I know, but, like, he... The, but that's how they operate. Yeah, that's how they operate, so that's why I think a deal like that wouldn't even be made.
0: And for teams that do that, let's go throughout sports. Teams that operate to appease their star player, let's look at how they fare after they're gone. For a while, the Lakers, they operated to appease Kobe. Mm -hmm. How have the Lakers been since Kobe's left? Not too good. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they did everything that their superstar, LeBron, wanted them to do. Mm -hmm. How did they do after they left? Both times. Yes.
1: Both times he left, they did horrible. Yes.
0: How were the Colts after Peyton Manning left? Fair. I mean, you can go to really anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's just, you can't make every decision and there's a difference between doting around a star player and just well this would upset them. Yeah. Like at some point in time like the and as a fan you root for the players, I get that, but at some point in time like the the franchise has to come before the player and I just feel like the Steelers this is a team that is just
1: catering to every want and need of one player. I agree. So, and we'll I mean, we're going to Find out the hard way, I guess. Now, when he does retire or something happens, his career is over. We're just
0: prolonging. We're just prolonging the inevitable. That similar to what they faced in the '80s after Bradshaw was gone. It's going to be a
1: long drought.
0: So now, for our next segment, instead of spreading rumors, we're just going to go straight to the source, and we're going to check in with our third co-host, Michael Gar, out on the West Coast. So let's just give him a call. Ten a.m. It's about ten a.m. out west. See if he answers. Some good radio right now. <laughs> Just waiting for Gar. It's yeah. not promising. Not promising. He's probably sleeping in his little his little California king bed. Oh. Hi, this is Michael. Sorry I couldn't answer the phone right now, but uh, if you leave a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks.
1: At the tone, please record yeah, your really message. Obviously.
0: When you finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. What's up, guard? This is Noah. And Tony. And we just wanted to check in. Uh, we are recording the show live. Uh, we just wanted to call and check in, see how your vacation's doing. Maybe if you have any thoughts on the, uh, the rumors that are going around about you. And uh, really anything. We just wanted to call and see how you're doing. We miss you. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back on the show um next week so yeah that was our segment checking in with michael gar so that went well that went really i well. knew he wasn't going to answer <laughs> all right tony so now we're going to go to our twitter oh. news story of the day i'll give you a couple minutes to get this ready here oh you got it all queued up so this is probably one of the crazier twitter news stories we have, yes. and it comes to us from Jennifer Gunter, Dr. Jen Gunter. Checkmark by her name. Blue so check mark next to her name. And um, the hashtag that goes along with this thread is Vagina
1: is... A no garlic zone.
0: Vagina is a no garlic zone. This is a one of eight tweet thread. Tony, take it away.
1: Okay, so it uh, starts out you know, why should you not put garlic in your vagina, a question that many women probably have every day. Um, And it's a a thread. So garlic contains a listen, whatever that is, in the lab it may have antifungal properties. This in a lab, not even in mice, just a dish of cells, your vagina is not a dish of cells. So I guess when women have yeast infections. Uh, it is known to help by putting garlic in there. Well, Jen Gunter wants to let you know that that is not true. You cannot put garlic in your vagina. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. Lots of vaginal garlic aficionados recommend inserting a clove. Like I said, uh, they, this means that they don't understand the acid <sighs> that's to be released through the garlic. Okay. Um, so, like, when it's cush- cut or crushed within the vagina, there's a lot of bad things that would get released into your vagina and mm-hmm. not only not help your yeast infection, but now you have smelly garlic in your vagina. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's a really big thread. We could really go, I don't know if how in-depth you want to go yeah. with this. You
0: know, I just, this <laughs> is, uh, yeah, I, I... We don't really need to go too deep here, <laughs> uh, but um, this is this is uh, a classic case of twenty nineteen just simply getting out of hand. Yeah, um, a woman
1: making a threat over garlic. I mean, garlic. I've seen
0: I've seen a lot in my days as far as uh, the opposite sex trying to do things for health. I've I don't know if you saw the girl who talked about drinking her dog's piss to get to get clear skin. Another girl said she rubs her period blood on her face as a face mask. I saw that. Um, We're really thinking outside the box. I don't understand with all the technology and all the medicine and all the new stuff we have out there, why we're going back in time, it seems, to rubbing blood on our face, drinking piss, and now shoving garlic (laughs) up our vaginas. Not me. I've never done this. Don't have a vagina. Maybe one day I don't Thankfully, know. We uh, but
1: every problem that you just named as does not involve a man doesn't involve except us. the drinking pit. You could drink
0: we, your dog's piss. you could piss. drink our dogs' piss, but overall, for for a, for a, for a group of people who have taken huge strides in society in the last century, I mean, and I'm all for women empowerment. You have more women in political office than ever before, you have more women CEOs than ever before, then you got, you got a whole bunch going on for females (laughs) and I'm all for it. You got these people really, really hurting your case. You know the saying, come get your mans, come get your womans and (laughs) wear a nose plug because their vaginas literally smell like
1: garlic. Could you imagine like, like, I mean, obviously, if a, a woman has a yeast infection, she probably isn't going to try to hook up with you. But in that case, if you were to hook up with a woman and she has yeast eff- infection and she's treating it with garlic, what would your reaction be to the garlic vagina?
0: I would. I would. I just. I can't. I can't fathom putting anything inside my body through.
1: You not know, your mouth.
0: Not my mouth. <laughs> yes. Like, the idea of ever. Having, like, you know, like, they have, like, the rectile deposits. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or... Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But, like, we you take pills up your butt or mm-hmm. something, that's just crazy to me. <laughs> All right? And I get
1: that, you know... They do that for, like, babies, so... And I get that, like... Suppositories. Yeah,
0: suppositories. That's what it's called. Um, you know, through sex, people put things in places, and I get that that's natural, but, like, putting a foreign object... Garlic. Like, garlic. Or uh, any kind of fruit or vegetable or, or really anything inside of your body that is not your mouth. I mean, I, I'm not trying to get, like, biblical here, but, like, God did not make the body for that reason. Exactly. God did not make the plant garlic and then make a vagina
1: and think that these two will ever <laughs> yeah. cross paths. Garlic is for... Spaghetti and meatballs for Italian dishes, not for Italian women's vaginas. This is just... We gotta get better. We do. We gotta get better. And those, those are This probably... is
0: the kind of stuff that makes me think, you know, global warming, big problem in our country, right? We got a lot of big problems in our country. This kind of shit right here makes me want to call time out and be like, we're not going to solve anything, <laughs> Until we make sure everyone knows not to put garlic in their vagina, yeah. and then after once we get that going,
1: then we'll get global.
0: Then we're ready again. to vote for president. Yeah. Then we're ready to address the environment, the economy. But until that, like we really need a rebuild. Like <laughs> we, yeah. need the, we need to we need to tank for the draft, and we need <laughs> to we need
1: to tank for Zion. Well, this is kind of like uh, the. The new—I I don't know if it's just recently this is coming about, or I've just noticed it. But the anti vaxxers or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, a woman that shoves garlic in her vagina seems to me like, like she would be an anti vaxxer Yeah, she doesn't want, which her kids. is like you said, very behind the times. Because we're really going back. Yeah, really going. Do you back. think it has anything
0: to do with like Game of Thrones being a popular show? I don't know. And like, they're just going medieval on the like. That's an interesting take.
1: Yeah. I can blame that on Game of Thrones. Maybe. Maybe the next episode, or one of the episodes that you haven't watched has... Has garlic someone... going in
0: the vagina. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. Um, the comments on this thread are incredible. I, I, the fact that it took eight... The fact that it took ten tweets. Ten tweets. Because she goes... It was really originally supposed to be one of eight...
1: But she goes past. It goes nine of eight. Ten yeah, of eight.
0: she goes. I'm adding more tweets, and she keeps just going further and further. <laughs> the fact that it took that much, like it should just literally be one sentence. Like, do not put garlic in your vagina, you moron. Like that.
1: Here, here's a. Not, you saw it, talked about the replies. First reply, like usually the one that gets the most uh, mm-hmm. love. Uh, I'm not going to name her, but my best friend, who is also a doctor. Mm-hmm. Has a story about this. She was worried when delivering a baby that a finger how- had somehow come off the kid's hand. Jeez. Nope, it was stray garlic. <laughs> so those are the type of women. That's what we're dealing. That's with. That's what we're dealing with right now on the Twitter news story today. All right, Tony. What are your two cents? What's your two cents? <laughs> I don't know how to uh, come to back come from back that. Come back from that. Yeah. But uh, my two cents. We talked about it earlier today. The late night West Coast games. Like, it sucks for people that have to go to sleep before midnight. For normal people. Yeah, for normal people that want to go to sleep before midnight. So my two cents would be, why not move the East Coast games up a little bit, and then move them to like 5 o'clock, say, and then move the West Coast from Because it doesn't
0: fix anything from West Coast time. Well, screw the West Coast. Well, man. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why are we still abiding by time
1: zones? True. Well, I mean, it would be a little ridiculous in the West, like, I know they're three hours behind. Why? The sun would really screw with them. Yeah, (laughs) Screw it. Yeah, I'm out on time zones.
0: (laughs) That's where I am with it. I think we have America time, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Like, I think you just have one time zone
1: per, like, do they have other time zones in other countries? I believe so. I would imagine. Like obviously, our time's different from like the UK, but inside the UK, do they have? Yeah, I would think so. Zones? Well, I
0: mean, a lot of countries, like especially like in Europe, they're just really small, like yeah, geographically. True. But like, I think that like yeah, regions of Europe, like I don't know, pick pick one, like Italy and Spain. They're not. Are they close? I, don't know. Uh, I have not. I don't I have a don't map. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Europe and Asia are connected, right? Yeah. Italy and Russia, far apart. Yeah. You know, is Russia in Europe or Asia?
1: Russia is... It's Asia, isn't it? Yeah. Or Russia's itself.
0: It's not its own continent, Tony. Oh, okay.
1: No, it's Europe.
0: What continent is Russia in? I'm going to say Europe. I found Europe it's, and Asia. It's both. It's, it's There's both. parts of it in both, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... Okay. Um. I just, yeah. I just, so, I mean, I would imagine that there's there's probably different time zones in Russia.
1: Because mm-hmm. it's so big. You know, so... Yeah. I, I just think like I mean, are we like like you said, in the West Coast, they're done with sports at nine o'clock, ten o'clock. So what's the point of moving up the sports even a little bit? Well further? why can't
0: California just like why can't their time just like they like their their two o'clock in the morning is like our five AM. So like they're just early risers.
1: It would really screw up a lot of things to cut out the time zone completely. Yeah, So I was thinking of a way to just move games up, maybe, because that's a little bit more simple. I'm out on
0: time zones. I
1: I just think it'd be cool, like, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, we already have a game going on. Like, it would be, like, Pirates start at 7.05. Yeah. They start at 5.05. Well, then,
0: if you do that at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, you're going to have less attendance, you're going to have less
1: ratings, people are still at work. True. So I guess my two cents was really pointless this time, but, uh... That is my two cents. I can't stand the West Coast games, especially a game like last night, where I mean one of the greatest NHL comebacks. I mean, I, I don't have a list on, yeah. in my hand, but like down three to one yeah. in the series,
0: then you were down three to nothing with four minutes left, and you come back and win both. Yeah,
1: which is so. which was crazy, and we a lot of people miss that, and mm-hmm. a lot of people watch the highlights of it. So I, I just I'm not a fan, and I guess I just have to stay up late. Yeah, my only option. All right, so, uh,
0: yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just out on time zones. (laughs) It sucks, too, when, like, the West Coast teams are good.
1: Like, the Warriors every year in the NBA Finals, that's a nightmare. Exactly. All
0: right, so... No, it's no doubt.
1: teams, like an East Coast team it's an playing at home, and then you have to go play West Coast, and you're three hours behind. Traveling like, east to west. Yes. Traveling east to west. So you think you're playing at seven, but really in your head it feels like mm-hmm. four o'clock. Yeah. I don't know. That could screw up with some. That could screw some people up. I know it screws me up. Just not even playing a sport, like yeah, just traveling a different time zone. It screws me up just personally, like with my root daily routine.
0: All right, so we'll round off the show. Noah's no doubters. I uh, went one and one. Had nice. the Sharks' a big victory, and I lost the uh, Brooklyn Nets' pick. Thought Philly, and Philly killed him. Yeah. So not great. <laughs> um, so we're gonna stay on the hardwood. Redeem myself. I'm gonna go Denver Nuggets plus three closeout game. Uh, the game is in San Antonio, so okay. the Spurs have three points. They're three point favorites, but I am still rocking with the Nuggets. I think they close it out here. Um, yeah, go plus Denver, three. plus close. three. Yeah, underdog. I think that maybe they maybe they don't win, but maybe they cover. Yeah. All right. And uh, the good other teams, one. Good teams win. Great, great teams, teams cover. cover. Yep. Is Denver great? I don't and know. We'll find out. <laughs> and the other game I have is the Boston-Columbus goal total under. So I'm going to go under five and a half total goals between the Bruins and the Blue Jackets. I immediately looked at this, and I thought, over, over, over. The Bruins coming off a huge win in Game 7. Mm-hmm. Columbus, a lot of rest. I just think there's going to be a lot of energy. But then I wanted to fade my gut, and I'm thinking under. Under 5.5. Really? Yes. I'm thinking Bruins probably win this one 3-1. to one. Wow. Yeah. So under.
1: So those are my no-doubters. Tony, final thoughts. Um, I'm going to start having to go to the casino after we record this and throw in... Some bets under Noah's No Doubters and see how successful they got really the winning are. winning record, baby. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Uh, my final thoughts. Michael Gar, come back. We miss you. We're sorry about the rumors we spread. <laughs> They're not true. But
1: the rumors about garlic and a vagina Those are, are true.
0: true. Those are true. So tell anyone listening, don't do that.
1: Yeah, please if not. If you know
0: anyone that is doing that, tell them to stop. Be sure to follow us on social media at Pod. And uh, subscribe, like, rate, review, comment, whatever you want to do. Just keep keep help us growing the brand. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to bring you some more content through video here coming up soon. Until then, we will see you next time.